Hello, EKN Nation. How are you today? It is Rob Howden here alongside David Cole. May the 7th. 2020. Of course, we're all in the middle of this coronavirus COVID-19 shutdown. I uh, hope that you're staying safe at home and making sure that your family is uh, happy and healthy. This is episode 22 of This Week in Carding. Again, May the 7th, as I said, our This Week in Carding podcast essentially, at least normally, bringing you everything that's come to the homepage of eCarding News over the past week or two or three, whatever it may be. Uh, obviously, a little different right now, probably using it more of an update in terms of the track's uh, that are able to run right now. Uh, that's what we'll be going through throughout the, the show here, plus some a little bit more news as well. Uh, this particular edition, new edition of This Week in Karting, brought to you by Acceleration Kart Racing. Acceleration Kart Racing has everything you need to go racing, tires to helmets. They have a great website for you to order from, and kart racers ready to pick up the phone and answer your questions six days a week. With over 20 years of kart racing under their belts, Acceleration Kart Racing has the experience you need to help you succeed on track. You can rely on them to get the parts you need when you need them. Make Acceleration Kart Racing your go-to source for everything karting. All right, let's jump into this last show. David Cole that we had was episode 21, April 14th, about three weeks ago. It's been hectic. You and I have been uh, working our tails off. We've been doing podcasts. We've been doing, I've been doing the Instagram live uh, Q&As. We kind of moved from that to our new Facebook live face-to-face show, which has been a lot of fun. We've done a couple of those already. We'll fire up some more IG lives as well throughout the next couple of weeks. But uh, we have not lifted off the throttle at all here at EKN. We are, <laughs> we are definitely still hard at it. Well, essentially, from the uh, the last show till now, it's been a kind of transition of where are we going into reopening uh, the sport of karting, yeah. and that's kind of what we've been focused on the last few weeks. Uh, you know, talking, you know, introducing our face to face program on Facebook and 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 putting it up as a podcast on the radio network as well. So uh, we've got we've gotten a lot of information from a lot of people through that. We've gotten a lot of information from our our cart track information page that we started. Uh, updating uh, the status of each track, as many tracks as we can contact with uh, throughout uh, North America. Uh, so uh, a lot's been going on and keeping, again, still keeping the karting businesses open. Uh, people are still buying equipment. People are still buying uh, parts and products that they, they'll need to get to the racetrack because there are still tracks that are open, still tracks that are closed that are waiting to be opened and some tracks that have opened that are going to be closed again. So uh, it's a, a lot, go, a lot going on uh, from the from the last, you know, essentially four weeks uh, that we were last had the show. As David mentioned, if you're looking to kind of find out where things are firing up or where you are able to potentially get to the racetrack, we do have that uh, that new article that we're, we continue to update on eCarding News. You can you can see it on the homepage down in features. We're also um, posting it to social media every day. David's trying to add three or four tracks. Uh, a day we are getting a number of tracks finally kind of reaching out to us to let us know what's going on so that's it's been great to be able to have that connection with them so that's solid uh tracks of course newcastle motorsports park had a couple of races in the last couple of weeks uh, michiana raceway park had an event last week they're racing down at rimrock raceway as well they had an event uh, i think in late april down there uh, in odessa texas uh, I'm here and I had a kind of chat, uh, messenger chat with Chris Egger from Pat's Acres yesterday. They're going to put an event on, I think, next week, the COVID 500. They've got a big drift event coming as well. So they're trying to get things rolling. But the bottom line is, is that there's a lot of tracks around the country and maybe some of the states that aren't quite as on, on aggressive lockdown. 
where they're open for members to come and practice still. Uh, you know, Speed Sports Racing Park down in Texas, one of those facilities. So there's a number of them that are opening up a little more to allow, allow people to go at least get back on the racetrack. And, and David, when we're talking about the industry, that's great because, yeah, we're not going wheel to wheel. No one's bending tie rods or spindles or, or whatever it may be. But guys are testing. They're going through chains. They're going through tires, fuel, whatever it may be. So it's at least got things rolling again to kind of start the flow of money back through the the uh, the industry. Well, I think that's a positive because we have not heard from one single person in the industry that they're they have nothing to do. Uh, they've been they've been keeping busy. They've been pushing out product again, uh, in, taking in product because again, some shipments were were sent before the uh, the pandemic hit. Some shipments have arrived, and so now they're they're getting their their inventory in stock. You know, that's the one thing that that I have not heard from a single person in the industry. Man, I. I have nothing to do. Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. that I, I guess if you look at it that way, they're keeping busy. Thus, the doors are open. The 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 the, the wrenches are getting turned. The inventory is getting stocked. The products are getting shipped out. So, I think that's that's one of the real positives that we can kind of take away, especially for the month of March and April, because because that that has been the uh, the dire time uh, during this pandemic where we we thought everything was going to be completely shut down. You know where people were going out and buying gobs of groceries and, and, and trying to stockpile everything they possibly could. Well, you know, that was kind of the worry of, okay, are we going to be hunkered down and not being able to do anything? And that's the one thing that I guess kind of came out of this pandemic is that we weren't exactly that far into being in, in lockdown mode to where the fact that we could go out to get groceries, we could go out to do this. And then, as you said, some States have, have had some of a, a, a lack or not a, a lesser, um, restrictions on, on racetracks, but also, uh, you know, not as many cases in certain areas as well. So that's, that's a positive. And as you said, some of these member owned racetracks, they're able to do what they want to do because they are member owned, uh, depending on the guidelines in the state or the county or or township that they're that they are in. You know, tracks have been able to stay open this entire time for their members, where other member facilities are not allowed to be open because of certain mandates or guidances or orders that have been laid down from the governor down to uh, local townships. So it's you know it, every day is a moving a moving puzzle a moving. Uh, you know, jigsaw puzzle to try and fit together and see what, who's doing what here and who's doing what there. And a lot, a lot, a lot of moving parts. Uh, you talked about some of the, uh, the industry still staying uh, fluid and working, which is great. A couple of companies within our sport have kind of, uh, you know, did the pivot and are actually stepping up to produce masks, uh, you know, personal prote- protection devices, uh, hand sanitizers. I know that uh, Molecule uh, knocking out some hand sanitizers, Liquid Sky, who have, have started uh, del- delving into the uh, the racing suit manufacturing company. They do, do a lot of stuff for skydiving. They've jumped in and done a lot of racing suits for guys like Race Liberante, uh, Billy Musgrave. They're just kind of ramping up to get into the uh, the production of, of kart racing suits. They pivoted and started hammering out a bunch of masks as well. So companies making that that adjustment as well in, in this particular trying time to kind of step up and and fill the supply lines of some of the things that are needed on the front lines, uh, not just the front lines, but throughout the throughout the country as well. Yeah. And just for personal use, again, for for us going to the grocery store, for, 
you know, going to uh, to wherever we need to get uh, anything that we we're, we're looking to get to to have at home. I, I mind you, I, I've gone to uh, Home Depot to do some some landscaping and uh, other situations, but uh, you know, that's part of life. Again, you just put a mask on to uh, keep your keep your social distancing uh, intact, and and everything seems to be working fine. I mean, as you know, again, as we said, it's different in different uh, counties and different cities and different, uh, states. So it's, it's interesting to see how, how everything's unfolding. And, and one good positive thing is we're seeing, uh, the factories in Italy opening up because we saw Italy was essentially locked down, uh, probably worse than what we were here in the United States. And, you know, everything shut down there. They're starting to see the factories opening up. We talked to you and Jeffrey from CRG, uh, he gave us a little tour of the uh, of the factory after uh, you know having a conversation with him. So CRG is up and running. We know Burrell Art is uh, up and running now. PSL is opening the doors back up. Well, not not opening the doors, but at least uh, getting their uh, their offices fully fully staffed to uh, to be able to provide uh, services up there through in Canada. Um, and car tracks are starting to open in in Europe as well. So. Uh, so slowly, again, it's not going to happen overnight. We're just going to have to slowly take it uh, day by day and see uh, see what everything brings us, uh, depending on you know the status of, of where we are with this uh, with this pandemic. One of the things that obviously we did here at eCarding News was uh, start up our support carding initiative, and we want to thank everyone who stepped up and, and purchased T-shirts from the get-go. Our hashtag support carding shirts. Uh, I think we've already blown through the first printing. They've just wrapped up the second printing of shirts as well. So those of you who want to to, uh, to jump on board and support the industry, we really appreciate that. A hundred percent of the profits going back to our partners at, e- at eCardingNews.com that, that support what we do. So we really appreciate that. And so, David, it's cool to see people post it to social media. We'll be uh, we'll be kind of assembling a list of people that have already done that, and I'll be uh, picking out a, a name pretty soon to for our first prizes. We're going to send a prize pack, an EKN swag prize pack, to at least one person, maybe more, uh, I, more definitely. It'll be probably a once a week kind of thing. Uh, dialing them in because we love to see it, man. People are posting to social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wearing their shirts. Uh, the Traver family, uh, all four four of them had stuff uh, dialed in, picturing get a picture with them in their carts and their trailer. I thought that was awesome. And uh, yeah, it's just cool to see people supporting the sport because that's we're in a time right now where our industry should be rocking and rolling. They should be blasting product out. They should be trackside supporting people, taking care of everybody. Right now, though, they're stuck in the shop working their way, their tails off, like you said, but the money's not coming through the uh, the cash register. So uh, our goal is to try to help them out just a little bit if we can. And those of you who are buying the T-shirts, we appreciate it. You can go to Styled Aesthetic and their store, or of course, ecardingnews.com slash store as well. And that hooks everything up. But uh, we're appreciative of that. I love seeing people wearing the shirts. Yeah, despite it, you having you on the on the shirt, it does look pretty good. Uh, it looks good. It looks know, good with me on a shirt on you. It, you no, it. no, that well, that does not look good. Uh, but other people great. wearing it looks good. You know, the, the family's putting it on some drivers that uh, that we know pretty well. Some industry members, Acceleration Kart Racing. They, uh, I believe they got their shirts uh, recently and posted a photo of them outside the shop wearing that. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, the shirt looks good on, on everybody but me. <laughs> well, I want to say this. The shirt is very indicative of how things are going to hand, happen in 2020. Me in front of you, not behind you. So you'll always be behind me. I wasn't in the photo, so it doesn't matter. 
Because you're not going to be in the photo, you're going to be so far back. You don't uh, want to pick up so many people, right? You want to take a picture of one corner at a time, David. <sighs> keep living in your dream. We'll- <laughs> keep living in your dream world. <laughs> and with that, we'll cut to our first commercial break here on the EKN Radio Network. We thank those of you who have downloaded the EKN Radio Network app, so you can be listening here on your mobile device. Of course, uh, all of our content here on EKN getting turned into podcasts and available on iTunes and Google Play after that. This is episode 22 of This Week in Carding. It's May the 7th. Hope everybody's taking care of each other. Stay with us, folks. After this break, we'll, uh, we hate it, but we're going to tell you a little bit more about some of the events that have been postponed, where things are shaken down. We'll talk uh, USPKS and Route 66. We'll talk Challenge of the Americas. We'll talk uh, Cup Carts North America as well. Stay with us, folks. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. 25 years of experience, 25 years of success. Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports are heading into their third decade in the sport with winning momentum and the best material possible. Last year's monumental victories at the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals have proven what the sport has long known. Greg Bell is one of the finest karting tuners and he and his drivers can get the job done. Looking for a change in equipment? Get on board with Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge is North America's factory team for Formula K and Praga karts and the new 2020 models are in stock and ready for pickup or shipping to your garage. Do you want to win like Danny Formal did with Leading Edge in Las Vegas? Call Greg Bell today at 209-369-0921 to secure your place on the team. Leading Edge Motorsports will be trackside in 2020 at the Challenge of the Americas, Scusa Pro Tour and California Pro Car Challenge, Rock Sonoma, and the KPX Karting Championship in NorCal. From Rock to Miami to Briggs, rely on Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports to give you everything you need to step into the winner's circle. Check out leadingedgemotorsports.com to learn more. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history in motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level and track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of the race day. To learn more about the 206 engine and to find a North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing. What powers you? Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, where Rob Howden is always first. I always speak first. David always speaks second. Very similar to how we handle things on the racetrack. Um, you are so lucky this is not a face-to-face. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You just have some stupid look on your face. Like, oh, I man. have No, I, I have the willpower uh, gesture right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> you give me the double birds? <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right, David, we're back here uh, on this week in carding. 
Again, not uh, we have some positive stuff to talk about to a certain extent, but a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about is events that have been postponed, canceled, what's kind of happened. Uh, out of the gate, the USPKS, United States Pro Card Series, and the Route 66 Sprint Series. Uh, Mark Coates has essentially postponed everything until July, kind of waiting for May and June to, to wrap up. Mark kind of, uh, kind of wants to, I think, take more of an approach of, hey, let's get things locked down before we start throwing throwing dates out. They posted a statement, uh, Dave, about a week ago, May the 7th, on both websites, saying that uh, the USPKS race in Ocala uh, from March and, of course, the GoPro race that was scheduled to go in June have now been postponed. Same goes for Route 66, the April event that was supposed to be run at Mid-State, and then the May event that was supposed to be run at Michiana Raceway Park, MRP, have now been postponed as well. So essentially, USPKS and Route 66, everything's on hold right now until they figure out how the how their, their kind of region kind of opens up. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a safe route that, uh, that they're going with both programs because, again, we're talking Illinois, Indiana, Florida – and North Carolina. So you have four different states for four different events that they're that they're dealing with. Obviously, the Ocala one was was done right away uh, when we when we hit this uh, pandemic. But but the other three, uh, you know, came came as uh, as the time went along. They had to postpone the mid state race uh, for Route 66 uh, in April, uh, and they're postponing the uh, event that was scheduled for the end of May at Michiana Raceway Park because. We know the, the the track is opening up, but we still don't know. You know, again, everything's changing day by day. Uh, we're hearing that Indiana might be shutting down again towards the end of the month. So it was good for them for at least Route 66 because again, you're you're bringing in people from four or five or six different states into one area, and and it's different rules and different guide uh, guidances and, and laws for for people traveling. Some people have to be quarantined after they travel. So it, there's a lot of different factors to go in for at least traveling programs such as this. And uh, I guess it, you know, for, for me, I was I was looking forward to, get to getting to go to GoPro in June. But again, we still don't know quite the status of everything and, and how travel is going to to work out, how hotels are, are working out with with the situations that we're in. So uh, it's kind of a good move for, for them. And and reevaluate everything in July because again, the, most of the two programs one one program is three race weekends, the other is four. So we'll see uh, we'll see what happens, and we'll talk more with with Mark and and Tim Coyne from uh, from the program. Uh, I believe hopefully next week or if not yeah. the week after. Trying to get them on one of our face to face shows, so look for that to come up pretty soon. Uh, from the uh, East Coast to the West Coast, uh, Challenge of the Americas, Andy Saisman did everything he possibly could. We know that that race was supposed to be at the end of March, as finale of the, of the challenge for this year at Sonoma, then got kind of moved to pair up with a Rock Sonoma, uh, California Rock cha- uh, Championship event in the middle of May. Uh, that, of course, then looked like, you know what, that's not going to work. That was going to be May the 15th, 16th, 17th, which is a couple of weeks from now. Again, with the shutdown, everything that's happening in California, of course, they're shutting down pretty much more than than a lot of the other states. So Andy's had to pull the trigger, canceled that event. So essentially, remember that series is crucial in terms of you know getting drivers' tickets to go to the Rock Cup Super Final in South Garda. Uh, we'll see whether or not that even happens this year. Hopefully, it will. But you have to kind of wrap the series up to crown champions. So they ended the series with two events, so four main events in total. Uh, all four events counting towards the 2020 championship standings. In normal times, six races over the three weekends, five races count, you get one drop. Uh, 
because there's only four races, no drop was brought into it, David. So locked everything down. Champions were confirmed. We'll talk about that in a couple seconds. One thing that Andy did do that I think was – nobody's done this yet, but he came out hardcore, dropped the hammer, which I think was great, get it done, essentially resetting from this year. But he announced his 2021 dates for January, February, March as well. Yeah, going back to the uh, traditional dates that he's typically been towards the end of each month, January, February, and March, uh, we'll get more on the uh, facilities as he uh, confirms that later. But, uh, yeah, it's just California has been hard hit with uh, with the uh, – the different ordinances and, and executive orders that have been laid down. So getting a race there was, was going to be tough, a, a really, really uh, long shot. And, and Andy looked at different tracks in different states, uh, throughout very many different ideas, but just nothing could really work out to where he felt everything was going to be safe and, and reliable for, for not only his workers and staff, but all the competitors as well. So it was uh, it was just best to uh, to cut it short. And again, as you said, four rounds. So all, all round all the all the points gathered from the four round, different rounds counted towards the 2020 championship standing. So something different, something unique now for for this championship year. Uh, but as you said, uh, ending it with uh, confirming the dates for 2021. So we'll have a uh, 14th season of the Challenge of the Americas. Yeah, shame for Andy, obviously, be simply because the uh, the program was gaining so much momentum. You know, had the certain amount of race drivers at the first race uh, at Tucson. We go to Calspeed with a big jump, record numbers for the Challenge of the Americas at the second event in Calspeed in February. March was lining up to be even bigger uh, with all the, the, the rock drivers from Rock Sonoma. A number of drivers going to come out that hadn't come out already. So that was going to be a, a major event. But the bottom line is the series has a lot of momentum now. Uh, of course, Andy's program, as you said, 13th year this year. Next year will be the 14th. It's just such a – it's got such a great atmosphere, a great family feel to the staff. Um, we had a chance to make, make some burgers for the staff at Cal Speed. It's just a good feel. It's, it's a good vibe. And I think that they're going to see when they come out of the gate in 2021, a lot of guys jumping on board there because they just have a lot of fun at that series. As we said, locking things down to so the champions as they run. Uh, Hunter Pickett scoring the championship in the shifter rock category. Kevin Woods scoring the Masters Rock Shifter Class Championship. Title in, in senior rock going to Jake Drew. Masters to Derek Wang, another title for Wang. Uh, in the junior rock category, Enzo Delini, uh, who came up from the mini category last year, uh, starts his, uh, his first year in junior, David, with a championship. Oliver Calvo in senior 100cc. Getting the title, Nick DeGraff and in, in Masters, Alex Berg having a great run in the junior 100cc class, and in the micro rock category, Nico Sarfati for GFC getting that championship. I, I really would like to have seen it gone the, the distance because there were really good championship battles in almost every category. Pretty much every category was up for grabs uh, in terms of championship and, and racing for the championship because you never know what's going to happen uh, in Sonoma. You get different weather. Uh, Sonoma is a, a, a challenging track. You have the tic-tac-toe that could always play a, a huge part in the uh, in the way the championship chase unfolds. We've seen it happen many times before. Uh, but again, as you said, uh, international uh, champions, so Shifter Rock, Shifter Masters Rock, Senior Rock, Masters Rock, Junior Rock, and Mini Rock, all of those champions will receive a ticket to the Rock Cup Super Final in October uh, in Italy, again, uh, we're still hoping that event uh, is scheduled or continues to be to be held. Uh, thankfully, as we said, you know, European tracks are opening up. So uh, 
it's looking better and better. But again, we probably won't know more until probably June or July uh, regarding that event. But uh, the other champions, uh, including all three 100cc category champions and the Micro Rock uh, champion, they each earn tickets to the Rock the Rio event uh, scheduled for Las Vegas in November. Uh, moving from two cycle to four cycle into the hashtag Operation Grassroots region, I will talk about the Cup Carts North America Champions Cup. Of course, uh, all of us, of course, focused down in October. Looking forward to getting back to the Grand Nationals at Newcastle, Newcastle Motorsports Park again. But David, they had to cancel the opening round in April at Whiteland, so that the Spring Nationals were canceled for the Cup Carts North America Champions Cup. Uh, May 15th, 16th, 17th, a couple are uh, next week, not this week, but the next week would have been their second race at East Lansing up in your neck of the woods in Michigan. They've uh, postponed that as well. Uh, I think they said Whiteland was canceled, potentially the uh, second race postponed. No news yet from a schedule. I think that Greg Jasperson's the guy that we're going to have to pin down pretty soon and, and talk about where things are going for him. Might be a good guy to get on uh, the face-to-face program. Of course, it would give us an opportunity to talk about the Grand Nationals, which you got to figure are going to be fine in October, but tough for them. They, they're not able to get their first two races done either. Sorry. Yeah, it shouldn't have said canceled. It should have said postponed because they, both races have been postponed, so nothing canceled yet because they are looking at uh, revising the schedule a little bit to see how they can work around uh, You know what's going to be, how everything's going to be come June. Uh, because they do have a June event, June 5th through 7th at the Concept Haulers Motor Speedway in Norway, Illinois. So that's going to be right now the opener for 2020, depending on any changes that they do make. So uh, we'll see you know, how, if they're able to fit in an East Lansing trip or, or I'm assuming at least a trip to Whiteland, uh, depending on you know the status of, of that facility as well and, and how the, the, the rest of the schedule kind of works out because – uh, it's going to be jam packed uh, once once if, if things start to do open in June. Well, yeah, we're, we're talking about June, right? So it's 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 interesting. That's a month away from now. Uh, obviously, a bunch of the states are are making adjustments of, of their levels of lockdown, levels of shutdown, business wise, uh, allowing certain levels or, or sizes of of gatherings. So. Uh, I'm sure that Greg Jasperson, like so many of the other organizations, kind of potentially looking at different states to go to, right? You know, we, we know that I posted on my own Twitter, I, I shared the fact that Road America is actually open for camping this coming weekend, which I thought was fantastic. If you're thinking about the IndyCar weekend coming in, in late June, uh, but that also opens the potential for a race at Road America. You know, that's a that's a place Cup Carts North America get, could go. If Wisconsin's opened up a little more, could they go to uh, to Badger, to, to Wolf Paving? Uh, the, the raceway there uh, up in Dousman. That's a possibility as well. I, I see a lot of potential of these, especially more of the regional series like the Cup Carts North America Champions Cup, making some more on-the-fly adjustments to go to potential tracks that could open up as opposed to those that are still locked down. Because Illinois, as we know, is one of the hardcore lockdown states at this point as well. Well, yeah, Illinois is their second stop at the Mid-State Cart Club <laughs> on July 10th through 12th, and Road America is their season finale in August so, uh, yeah, I think, you know, again, that's why I think the Whiteland thing, depending on, on when uh, things open up there, we, we, we were anticipating them to open this weekend, but we got news that uh, they're not going to be opened up yet this weekend. So they're going to be delayed a couple more weeks. So, uh, again, everything is still kind of day to day regarding the opening of certain facilities and certain racetracks uh, across the country. 
All right, folks, when we get back from this next break, we're going to talk about the U.S. Rotax Grand Nationals, an event that was once one of the biggest events you saw every year. Uh, it's obviously coming back. J3 Competition, who have uh, become the North northern distributor and, and managers of the Rotax program, uh, are, are dialing things in for a race at, at Charlotte Motor Speedway. We'll talk about that. Well, also, David can give us a little update on how the FIA karting program in Europe has adjusted their 2020 calendar. Stay with us, folks. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. Made in the USA. That's exactly what you get from Precision Karting Technologies. Based in Detroit, Michigan, PKT brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of karting. Their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid kart platform and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, Rock, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to pktaxles.com. Fast, fair, and fun. The Margay Ignite Spec Karting Program offers you all of that at an affordable price. The all-new IgniteKarting.com page provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec package that includes the Margay Racing Chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine package and the Hoosier R80 tire. An Ignite K2 is designed for ages 8 to 12, while the Ignite K3 is available for junior, senior, and master's drivers. The 2020 season has a handful of major events for Ignite Karting, The historic Quincy Grand Prix is set for June 13th and 14th, racing through the city's famed South Park. The USAC Karting Battle at the Brickyard on July 14th, 15th, 16th is held inside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where you have a chance to take a lap around the famed 2.5-mile oval and the special Yard of Bricks. All information on events throughout the country and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at IgniteKarting.com. Head there now to register for the upcoming Scusa Winter Series event on February 7th, 8th, and 9th at AMR Motorplex in Homestead, Florida. Arrive and drive packages are still available. So get off the couch and onto the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode number 22 of This Week in Karting. This episode brought to you by Acceleration Kart Racing. Big thank you to uh, Curtis and Brooke for all their support from eKartingNews.com. David, let's talk a little bit about the U.S. Rotax Grand Nationals. We're heading to Charlotte Motor Speedway. They repaved the legendary track within NASCAR turns two or three and four, rather, at that facility. Uh, the event set for July second, third, fourth, and fifth. Uh, excited to the fact that uh, we're going to be there. We're planning on being there with eCardingNews.com and our ECAN Trackside Live program, full audio coverage, everything that we do with ECAN Trackside Live. It should be a ton of fun there. That's July second to the fifth, as I said. We're talking two months away for that event, and I think we're all hoping that we're able to get to North Carolina. We know that GoPro is opening up, it has opened up. 
North Carolina maybe a little more free in terms of being able to get down to the track. I think two months from now, it feels like we're going to be going racing with with the Rotax guys at Charlotte. Yeah, not not only karting is opening up, but NASCAR. I mean, they're going to be yeah. racing at Charlotte Motor Speedway here in a couple of weeks uh, with you know, obviously no fans. But when you look at you know forty some teams coming into uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway with ten to twenty, if not more, people per team, that's a that's a large gathering of of people. And so it kind of helps uh, bode well for for the sport of karting when we when we do see uh, events like that opening up. So uh, and again, because we've we've seen the South a little bit more lax in the uh, in terms of, of certain things uh, being laid out, uh, openings and, and stuff like that. So it's it's good it's a good sign that hopefully when it starts warming up here in the North, we'll be able to open up more. But uh, well, that's the thing about that, dude. Like even in Canada. I don't think many of the clubs would even haven't even been started yet in Canada. Now we're still on lockdown up here. We, we've done a good job to flatten the curve. I think I look at the numbers every yeah. day. We've never, we've never, we've only had one day of, of more than 2000 new cases in can in all of Canada. Uh, in the last couple of days have been less than 1200. I think each day, new, new cases each day for all of Canada. So we're going in the right direction up here for sure. But yeah, we, we really wouldn't even be racing yet. I think, you know, the clubs are really only getting started up here right now because man, we're not going to get over 60 degrees. For the next two weeks, which kind of sucks. It does. It it kind of you know when the when the uh, pandemic hit, it was actually warmer at that time <laughs> than it, it is now, and that was March. Now it's May. The weather is not really cooperating uh, for for being stuck at home or stay at home. Sorry, I shouldn't say stuck at home, but uh, yeah. Getting back to uh, the U.S. Rotex Grand Nationals, uh, it'll be during the Fourth uh, of July weekend, which will be uh, a great way to celebrate the holiday. Uh, essentially a three-day event uh, with a Thursday unofficial practice day, but Friday practice, Saturday include qualifying and heat races. A super heat is scheduled for Sunday, which lines up everybody for the uh, the main event Sunday afternoon. Six categories, five of them all following the, uh, the Rotax Max Challenge uh, class structure, including the senior class, masters, junior, mini, and micro max. So, we have those categories slot, uh, slated to uh, to take part, along with a Briggs 206 Pro category as well with $1,000 to win. But really the big prizes, aside from that, are the trips and tickets to the Rotex Max, Grand, Rotex Max Challenge Grand Finals, uh, which I, will, I believe this is the 21st edition of that event uh, this year running in Bahrain. Uh, lots of tickets to be awarded. Uh, two in the uh, senior max category, the winner in the master's division, two tickets in the junior max category, the winner in the mini max and the top three in the micro max divisions are earning tickets. Certain categories, though, do reserve the top USA finishing driver uh, that in senior, junior and mini are all earning one ticket. So there's at least we can fill up the team USA without all international drivers stealing our tickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Kudos to, to, uh, to J three competition. As we said this, you know, they've, they, they kind of stepped up to the plate to work with BRP Rotax to put together, you know, kind of the return of the Rotax program. Uh, it was so big here in the U S for, for, for many, many years, big part, of course, the Florida winter tour. It was the, it was the engine of choice for the first 10 years for the challenge of the Americas. And of course those, many grand nationals that we, we attended David over the, the, the number of years, always over 200 drivers, wherever we went uh, for that race, drawing in all the drivers from the top drivers from all the different regions. 
Issues, of course, coming with the road tax, the power plant itself, updates, issues that happened in terms of the uh, the management here in the U.S. The the key is the fact that that there was still a lot of drivers on road tax product around the country, a lot of pockets where road tax was still being run, whether uh, whether in road tax only classes or within tag classes that people were still having and clubs were still having. So J3s come in, they've reset the bar, they focus kind of on the the regional level, club level racing. But if you're going to do that, the best opportunity is to have that Grand Nationals again. Pull that big race out so all the drivers who run, whether it's in the Pacific Northwest or the Northeast, Pennsylvania, wherever you run your Rotax, this is an opportunity now to have that one big race that you can go to. And that's really, that was the beauty of the Grand Nationals, David, when the when the program first came here. Because Rotax was initially a club program. It was all about having a, a, a club Rotax match challenge and then if you qualified, you ran enough races and qualified, you were able to earn a, a, a chance to go to the Grand Nationals. That was the beauty of it when it started. I like that they're kind of bringing this thing back. And again, a tough time to start a new race, but I think that a lot of people are going to be just absolutely itching to get out to the track. So I'm sure that Rotax engine rentals will be big. I think it'll be exciting for people uh, who want to get back to the racetrack. And again, the the prize of of representing Team USA or whatever country uh, you do earn a ticket to, to the Rotax Grand Finals. I mean, again, this is probably one of the most prestigious events uh, in the world in terms of karting, if not motorsports, because it's it truly is the the Olympic the karting uh, the Olympics of karting. Uh, and we're working. I'm working on an article that's kind of going to be highlighting that because again, a lot of people who have just joined the sport in the last probably three years have really don't ha- realize the history and the prestige and the number of people that are now racing IndyCar and sports cars and other professional forms of motorsports came up through the Rotax program, raced at the Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals, represented Team USA that are uh, that were there that are now in the professional ranks. So a lot of history uh, dating back, uh, as you said, to when it began. Uh, really, uh, 2001, I want to say, was the first year of the U.S. Rotax Grand Nationals. Can you tell me who won that race just off the top of your head? In 2001? Yeah, it was just a, a senior class, so the one one category. Wow. Uh, off the top of my head, Joey Collins? No, that's kind of a good guess, but you kind of think closer home to me. Uh, doesn't quite live here anymore. Still involved in karting. I don't know. Throw it out there. Tim Lobaugh. Timmy Lobaugh. Yeah, all right. That's Two, awesome. 2001 Xplex, the, the rock pile in there okay. in Las Vegas. Oh, it was just the yet. it was just the one class. It was just it was international or whatever they call it. That's awesome. You know, uh, but again, when you talk about the club, you know, you look at who won the next three years after that, Jordan Musser. Three Jordan Musser, three yeah. straight wins in the senior category. So yeah, it does it does have that club mentality where everybody comes in together and, and has that one big race. Uh, you know, under the Rotax banner, but it it still brings a lot of uh, talent to the event. I look forward to seeing the article you write, David, because I think it'll be really cool. It's, again, like obviously, I spaced uh, on the fact that it was Tim Lowell. I can't wait to go back and and read what you put together on all the you know the the history of the Grand Nationals because it's interesting. You talk about again people that haven't been in the sport for three or four years, they don't know because it's been that long since Rotax was really you know right in the middle of or, or a spotlight program. But the, the, the grand finals have always been something that's been amazing. And, and I've been doing these uh, Instagram live Q&As, question and answer uh, uh, 
interviews with drivers in the road to Indy. It's part of my road to Indy insider uh, effort that I do. And it's funny, David, how many, how many kids, I say kids, but they're now anywhere between 16 and 20 something years old, but how many drivers on the road to Indy inevitably when I'm going through what they've done, did they, were they part of team USA or team Canada? Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like everyone I'm going through, my God. And and go talk about guys like Santino Ferrucci as well, but it's Oliver Askew and Kyle Kirkwood. And we just go through all these guys that, that were all part of, of team USA or team Canada. It's amazing. How many, how many people went and did that? Let me let me give you a year and and who was on this team. Hold on, Why are you yeah, doing this it to me? No, okay. it's All it's right. awesome. It's awesome. So <laughs> two thousand and twelve, right? We had four drivers in the junior category. Now remember, we went there as Portugal, right? Yeah, the or, year before uh, New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, we were there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was Portimao, Portugal. Oliver Askew. We had no really no idea who Oliver was at the time, but Mike uh, Marini, nobody. Mike Marini <laughs> was wrenching for him through Ocala Grand Prix. That's Juan Manuel Correa, yeah, yeah. who would go on to win the race the next year, and is and obviously moved up uh, and raced in Europe until uh, that scary incident last year. Yeah, uh, back. Santino Ferrucci. He won the uh, the U.S. Grand Nationals that year at South Bend and and raced. It wasn't right. exactly his best uh, outing at the grand finals. A little no. situation happened for him. <laughs> a little situation. Uh, and then you round it out with Ashley Rogero. Rojero. Rojero, sorry. Uh, look at that lineup, right? Yeah, like, it's amazing. Know, one of the best female drivers in the history of American karting. Yeah. Uh, an IndyCar driver, two IndyCar drivers, and a driver who was an F2 uh, before his incident this, this last yeah. year. That's yeah. Kirkwood was a junior la- the next year, along with Norberg, Blaine Rocha, <laughs> Luke Stelikin. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not even getting into the guys who were in the senior and DD2 and all that. So lots of lots of cool things that we'll we'll get into in the article. Oh man, that's awesome. A little walk down memory lane. I dig it. That's all, that's fun. And listen, that's that's something we'll do, David. I know we're we're kind of focused on this, but but when when we get closer to the US Rotex Grand Nationals, and again, as I said, we'll be there for uh with our ECAN trackside live. We'll start doing a lot of that stuff. There's gonna be a lot of history stuff that we're gonna be able to do uh, going into that event. I look forward to that. It'll be a lot of fun. All right, Dave. Um Speaking of, of you know international races, give us an update on on what uh, FIA Karting is talking about with the, with their uh, you know their European events, the World Championship events. What's the adjusted adjusted twenty twenty calendar coming out of CIK FIA? Well, much like us here in the United States, uh, everything over in Europe has been shut down in terms of racing. Uh, obviously, I think towards the beginning of March is really when we started seeing the international uh, events getting canceled. Uh, So now they're moving some stuff around and really a lot of it is getting jammed into the months of September, October and November to uh, to fill out the schedule because we know August is kind of a uh, uh, a vacation month for a lot of the uh, industry over there. So everything's happening this year. What's that? I'm not sure if that's happening this year. That's true. We'll we'll have to see. And but a lot of the events are getting moved into September, October, and November area, uh, including the uh, European Championships. Uh, the event that was in May at Wackens, Wackersdorf has been moved to September 10th through the 13th. Uh, that's for the OK and OK Junior, the European KZ KZ2 and Academy Trophy uh, event that was scheduled uh, for Genk has been has been postponed to September 3 through the 6th. Uh, the world championship for the KZ, KZ2, and Academy Trophy finale at Lenato will be moved 
from September to October 1 through the 4th. So they're kind of moving those pieces around. And of course, the big news was the FIA Karting World Championships uh, that was scheduled for Brazil uh, on October 29th through November 1 have been moved to November 5th through the 8th in Portimao, Portugal. So the same facility we went to uh, for the Rotex Grand Finals in 2012, they will now host the uh, 2020 World Karting Championships. All right. There's a great update there from David, folks, uh, in terms of some international events as well. Uh, back to another quick break. When we come back after this little uh, little message uh, time, we'll talk uh, a little bit about Briggs & Stratton. Uh, we'll chat about Mar- uh, Margay Racing a little bit, and we'll wrap things up with uh, a cool little piece coming out of the guys at Nitro Kart. Again, this is episode 22 of This Weekend Karting here on the EKN Radio Network. Stay with us. More to come after this break. History, success, family. Those are the three words that describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation is located just outside of Indianapolis, and they have provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers throughout their near six decades of business. Comet's online store features everything you need continually adding new parts to their product line. Comet Kart Sales attends dozens of karting events every year, offering trackside service for racers and families. Karting veterans Mark Dismore Jr. and Gary Lawson provide one-on-one driver coaching and tuning assistance for each trackside customer. The engine building business, Comet Racing Engines, has won countless major events and championships over decades of karting, and they continue to offer the best trackside service in the industry. Make sure you head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be a part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Technology, design, and manufacturing. These components are what make Cart Republic a world champion. The Cart Republic chassis has earned two FIA World Karting Championships. Here in the U.S., the brand has earned multiple victories and championships in senior, junior, and cadet competition. Kartsport North America is the country's importer and distributor for Dino Chiesa's Kart Republic chassis, and as a leader in American karting, they are focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. Whether you'd like to find the Kart Republic dealer closer to you or schedule an arrive-and-drive package with its official North American race team, contact Kartsport North America through their official website, kartsportna.com. We are Republic. We are one. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode number 22 of This Week in Karting. My name's Rob Howden, joined by David Cole, as always. Uh, David, uh... We've got some stuff lining up with Briggs and Stratton, obviously big partners with us, and, and they've done such an amazing uh, job of kind of helping to press the reset button on the on the bottom of the pyramid. Club racing, grassroots racing, the, the Briggs 206 has just taken American karting by storm, and it really has uh, injected so much excitement and fun back into the sport. We're going to have uh, Dan uh, Roach with us on a face-to-face coming up pretty soon. Of course, he's the new head man at Briggs and Stratton Motorsports. But they came up with a new a new program recently, David. They've got the mascot. They've got you know that the the kind of graphic that they they use the whatever it's animal graphic, whatever you want to call it. But they decided mascot. to have a name. 
a mascot, yeah. But is it an animal? Is it a thing? What is it? Right? Good point. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. It's a graphic, whatever it may be. It's gonna be something else pretty soon. A naming contest. They've narrowed they, they've narrowed it down to five names to name the mascot for Briggs and Stratton. Uh what are your thoughts? For, tell us about the, the what the five are, and we'll we'll talk about them ourselves. Well, it was a really cool, good, good timing to uh, to implement this contest because obviously we're all home. We got we got lots that we want to do and and other things like that, and and so uh, I think I think it was open for a three three or four week period to where people could submit uh, their name for the new mascot, and I and what he told us was I believe 2,600 different uh, submissions for, for yeah. the name contest. So a lot That's of people crazy. tuning in, giving their feedback, a lot of funny ones, a lot of interesting ones. Uh, but basically him and 12 people from Briggs and Stratton kind of narrowed everything down to about 25, 25 different names. And then they name, narrowed it down to to these five that uh, are up for the uh, the prizes here and the, uh, and the, new, the new name. Uh, so we'll, let's give you the names. Uh, the first name is Apex, and that is given to us by Corbett. Uh, Brigzilla is another name uh, given to us by Martin. John decided to come up with the name of Chomp. Uh, Anthony submitted the name of Dino. And John T. Rivet. So those are the five different names. So Apex, Brigzilla, Chomp, Dino, and Rivet. So... Uh, voting still open for another uh, four days, May the 11th. It'll shut down. Go to BriggsRacing.com and, and, and uh, vote for the one you like the best of those five. Winner, the One of the winners there is going to get a new Briggs 206 engine. Second and third take home, not surprisingly, a $206 gift card to Comet Cart Sales. Uh, should we say which one we like or is are we going to try – would we be – like influencing people. Well, the good thing, the good thing about the voting is you can vote every 24 hours. So if you have oh, a right. favorite one, you can vote for that one every 24 hours. Otherwise you can just vote for all five to, uh, to help, uh, to help oh. do that. <laughs> um, me, I, I like the, I like the chomp right away. Yeah. Um, I think Dino kind of kind of works well, and and Brigzilla is kind of good. Brigzilla, with, I'm a Brigzilla fan. Yeah, so <laughs> I I like those three. I think Apex is obviously a great one for for racing concept, and and Rivet, it's it's a catchy one, but uh, it doesn't quite not not Rivet Revit. Revit, sorry Revit, but it's not Brock. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, nobody wants to be on the rev limiter. So um, that's. <laughs> not in a Briggs. You don't want to be on the rev limiter in a Briggs, right? Maybe I got the pass. I got it handled. So maybe that should have been the name. Bubba. Yeah. So maybe when we get Dan on, he'll be able to provide us some some interesting interesting submissions, some similar to that. Yeah. You know what? I was thinking about that. I want to hear some of the other ones that they didn't pick. Yeah. No. That's the, I didn't I didn't want to include that in the article that uh, that we put up, but uh, I was I was hoping to save that for our face to face because we'll do it because then he'll be able to provide us a, a pretty good list and and I like it. we'll be able to get our 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 reactions on camera, so that'll be good. I love it. Uh, again, uh, props to Briggs and Stratton, always uh, out there, you know, connecting with the sport, uh, supporting the sport, and, and uh, big thank you to their support for what they do for eCardi News. And look forward to talking to Dan on face to face and and kind of introducing him 
to the Briggs and Stratton, you know, the 206 community because he's brand new. I think everybody uh, got to know David Klaus over the, the last many years. David, of course, moving on to uh, other ventures and and that uh, position, Dan, now as the Briggs and Stratton Motorsports Director. So we look forward to talking to him and get you a chance to, to, to meet him. And again, David, good thing about this. We'll, we'll get this out here now. Folks, look for our post coming up that, that Dan is coming on. If you have questions for Dan, um, perfect time. Make sure you comment uh, under the uh, under the Facebook post that we put up. We'll have it on Twitter as well. You can comment on Twitter. We'll grab as many questions as we can. Good good opportunity for a Q&A uh, uh, for the guy that's essentially running the Briggs & Stratton program. Now, I think it'll be great. Um, all right, DC. Although it's done, we kind of wanted to bring this up because it was a really, really cool program. Margate Racing and Ignite Karting uh, put together a karting stimulus package, which was which was awesome. If you bought a new cart before the end of April, it's now done. We're into May. Uh, they were offering free shipping, 2019 pricing. And what I thought was awesome, and when Keith Freeber and, and Greg Ding has ta- told us about this, I thought, what a great idea. If you bought a cart last month, up to April, April 30th, as we said, they were going to send your track a $250 stimulus check to your designated track for your upcoming practice and track fees, event fees, whatever it may be. I thought that was just an awesome way to, it's, it wasn't just a rebate, but it was a rebate kind of that was going to your track to make sure your track was supported as well. I thought that was just a really, really unique idea to Margay. Well, again, as the name says, stimulus, it's there to, to, to bring, bring it up. Uh, and, and that's one thing that, uh, you know, not only are you, are you supporting karting by purchasing a cart, but they're in turn supporting you and your club by, by providing the stimulus check back to you. So essentially, you know, it's, it's a little bit cross homogenation there. Uh, but, uh, it, it was really good to see them do that. We talked to, to Keith a little bit about it during our face to face with him, uh, earlier this month or earlier in, in April. And, uh, Really cool to see because that's one thing we continue to see growing is the Ignite Karting program. We talked to Tim Hannon at uh, Oakland Valley and and uh, Alan Bertignoli at Kart Circuit Autobahn down there in Illinois. Both are dying and chomping at the bit. Get it chomping uh, <laughs> right. to uh, to get well back, played to get back well to played, <laughs> sir. <laughs> to get back to uh, to racing again, and and that the ignite program is is certainly something that's you know just like we're seeing with the rock program at Challenging Americas, you know the ignite program is still gaining that momentum, uh, going track to track and 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 welcoming and bringing new and old people, not old but former racers, back into the sport. Yeah, indeed, some of those some of them are old. <laughs> yeah, some of them are old. Tim Tim Hannon's old, but uh, he is old. Yeah, yeah. 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 So am I though. That's uh, that's a <laughs> you thing. Are. You're getting there. You're getting there. Um, hey, listen. You, you mentioned the face to face that we did with uh, with Keith and Alan and Tim. Just just to let people know, obviously that that's a new program we brought out. It's a Facebook Live essentially uh, program. So if you, if you missed any of them, and the, the reason why we obviously did that, because we started the Instagram live interviews we were doing, and they were awesome. We had James Hinchcliffe on. We had so many people from the industry, but they only lived for about 24 hours on our Instagram story. So we, we said, let's do it. Let's just jump into this Facebook live deal. Picked up a good supplier to allow us to have, you know, you know three, four, five, six. I think we can have up to six people uh, on the broadcast, which is great. We'll do more of that coming forward. But if you missed any of them, they're not gone. You can go to our videos page on Facebook and see them there, or they're all as well on our YouTube channel as well. So go subscribe to the eCardi News YouTube channel. 
All the videos are, will be on there and you're going to see a lot more videos coming up. That's one of the things that we're going to delve into in 2020 and beyond 2021. We're going to do a lot more video stuff. You're going to see some video uh, videos of the, our book it interviews as well. We're going to do a lot more stuff like that where we actually have video as well. So, And you can also, of course, download the audio from all of our face-to-face uh, face, um, on iTunes and Google Play uh, as uh, as a podcast as well. We're just kind of we're kind of multitasking uh, with all of our our interviews, so you can listen to them everywhere. But if, if you did miss it, you can see it on Facebook or YouTube. So, David, let's wrap up this particular segment before we uh, head to our final break in the show. Uh, Nitro Kart coming out with their 2020 Racer Guidebook. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it was a cool little uh, thing that uh, we saw Nitro Kart publish up on their Facebook page and Instagram and social media accounts. Uh, essentially, a racer guidebook is what they're, they've put together to, uh, to provide for their racers for the 2020 season. Essentially, it has the tools in order to succeed in karting. It has a lot of different uh, tips, session log sheets, checklists, vocab words, obviously nitro kart setup guides, track maps, all these different little things to kind of help guide you, uh, not only pre-race, but during the race and post-race. And it's not only for drivers, but it's also used for mechanics and parents to, to, uh, utilize throughout this, the race season. So very cool racer guidebook that they've been able to put together, uh, for, for not only their racers, but I'm sure other racers that don't, uh, work with nitro cart can be able to purchase this racer guidebook and, uh, and use it on their own. Yeah, great stuff for sure from Nitro Kart. All right, folks, one more break in the action of this edition of This Week in Karting. When we get back, we'll kind of do an overview of everything that we've been doing at eKartingNews.com. We'll give you an update of some of the stuff that we have coming up as well because a lot of great interviews lined up. Of course, face-to-face, we'll be playing with that more uh, next week and throughout the months to come. It's going to be a regular uh, editorial a component for eCard News here in 2020, and I would expect from now on. So we continue to evolve what we do here at EKN. We appreciate all your feedback. Stay with us, folks. One more break, and we'll wrap things up here on This Week in Carding. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. ShopAKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit ShopAKR.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. If you're searching for a program to elevate you up the motorsports ladder, Crosslink Competition is your next step. Crosslink Competition provides arrive and drive programs that include driver coaching, data analysis, and engine rental programs for all major events in the 2020 season. Team Crosslink is scheduled to compete at the Scusa Pro Tour, Rock Cup USA, and the United States Pro Kart Series events, as well as regional and local programs from their home base in Texas. Crosslink Competition is a full retail shop for the Xfree and OTK parts line. Many new and used packages are available right now through their Dallas headquarters. 
Drivers interested in making the jump from karting to cars? Crosslink provides a streamlined opportunity for you. Team Crosslink Kiwi Motorsports was the 2019 F4 United States Championship title winner, providing the perfect transition within the same operation. Drivers looking to compete with an elite-level karting program or to pick up gently used team equipment are asked to call 214-432-4413. Be sure to follow all the team's social media platforms at Team Crosslink. Welcome back to episode 22 of This Weekend Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. Uh, Rob Howden, David Cole providing you with an update. Normally, is everything that's on the homepage of eCardingNews.com. Essentially, we give you all the news that we brought to you uh, from the uh, from the sports stuff that's uh, arrived on our news desk. Our final bit here, we talk more about the original content that we were able to, to push out. But again, this particular show, a lot of it more just about updating you on postponements, cancellations, uh, the evolution of our schedule here in 2020, uh, you know, in in, uh, in the shadow of the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic shutdown. Things starting to lift in many areas of the country, the curve being flattened. And that was the idea, flatten the curve to take the pressure off uh, the hospital system. I think that's happened in many, many places. I've talked to friends of mine that are uh, nurses or doctors or whatever, you know, working at, ho- at hospitals. And I'm hearing that things are, are calming down in many areas, which is exciting to hear. It's a, it's a big positive for sure. David, let's uh, talk about the stuff that we pushed out, original content from ecardingnews.com. Uh, a bunch of articles going out on EKN over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, one of the cool things that I was able to put together was the Briggs & Stratton 206 seal expired. Uh, we know that the 2020 season for some of the older original uh, Briggs & Stratton 206 engines, their seals have expired uh, due to the uh, the development in in the uh, the seals that are utilized through the 206 engine at the Briggs and Stratton uh, facility uh, factory. Uh, so now, what do you do with these old engines? Well, we gave different uh, options for people to uh, to do with their old engines, and and so it was because we have one sitting in our garage right now. We we're, we're quite sure what to do with it. So uh, we got we provided a number of different options. Uh, for people to look at with those that do have uh, engines that uh, have this seal expired. Yeah, uh, that's a great thing to go look at, folks. Again, this is all the stuff you can access on ecardinews.com. Uh, we kind of wrapped the season up, uh, the, the month of March, rather, up uh, in the middle of the month. But we still decided, hey, you know, we have to have a driver of the month. And we ended up going back to the uh, the Rock Cup uh, Florida Winter Tour finale and uh, elected uh, Caleb Gaffera, who was able to win the championship there. Uh, excellent job for Caleb. He was our driver of the month, month for March. Uh, we also, might, David, you put... What? I was going to say, it's oh. going to be a little difficult for April. I, we might, I was going to say, what do we do, we, like online? We, or? we might have to look at some iRacing stuff. And see, you know, what carters have been really shining through the uh, the iRacing programs that ran through. I think the we month take of the month off. That's what I think we do. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think we take a month off. You get a go-kart outside, we'll talk about driver of the month. There that's we my go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did a morning coffee as well, uh, planning on the return to competition. Essentially, it was just me trying to get into words, kind of what I think we need to do moving forward. And, and, and really... As that article, I had written that article, we were planning to get it out. Uh, USAC Karting came up with their kind of uh, blueprint for what they wanted, to, what were they were going to be doing moving forward at the Battle of the Brickyard, et cetera. 
very similar to everything I talked about, what we had to do. Uh, again, it was just kind of a, a talking point to get the conversation started for clubs, tracks around the country. This is the kind of thing we're going to need to do when we finally go back to competition. You can find that, of course, on eCardi News as well. One of our menus, the, the drop down, you can find my column, Morning Coffee. And then, David, we got another article submission from from uh, from Richard Seiler as well, a guy that's getting back into the sport and getting held up now because of this coronavirus. Yeah, he started a Begin Again uh, column that uh, he's kind of following himself as he's brought back into the sport of karting, getting back to his roots. Uh, long time, was a carter in his early years and then got sidetracked with other types of racing and obviously work and family and stuff like that. So he's getting back to his karting roots. And so he's providing us his words on what uh, what exactly is transpiring do during this uh this comeback and as you said this this latest one is is a little bit of some roadblocks obviously with uh the pandemic coming down the rains that have been hitting the uh the texas area that he where he lives and uh and and then just just body body old body strains and and, and viruses <laughs> that have been hitting That's him right. so uh looking forward to uh to seeing what he's able to uh come back with because he said in this one he's been able to find you know certain ways to uh, to get better on the racetrack quickly and uh so we'll see uh once he gets racing how that uh transitions uh those changes transition into racing a quick look at some of the podcasts that are now available of course as you know all the content that we do put out audio content starts off on the ekn radio network streams there for a couple of days then we turn it into podcast form so you can always download the ekn radio network app to listen to it for the first time or wait for a week or so until it becomes a podcast form. Uh, we, we're a little let down on the podcast, and we've got to kind of fire that up because normally we'd be blasting out our EKN Outlap preview shows. We'd be wrapping up events with our EKN debriefs. We just haven't been able to do that. You know, I, I did a great Book It podcast interview with Greg Bell. That's an awesome one to listen to. We did that this week in Carding back in April, at April 14th. We've been now, of course, making, David, the, fa- the face-to-face shows, the first four episodes, are now all available as podcasts, turning that face-to-face into an audio podcast as well. Yeah, it was a great idea for for you to be able to to think about moving it and putting it on the radio and then avail making it available for podcasts because that's again, that's one thing that uh that people have talked to us when and one of the reasons why we continue to do podcasts is not everybody has time to sit there and watch a video or have their phone open to a video or have their laptop open to a video where podcast solves that that equation. So putting the face-to-face up as a, as a podcast is certainly helping that, allowing those who who take all of their, their information through an audio form uh, the opportunity to listen into uh, the interviews that we've conducted uh, through the face-to-face, including the first one with Alan Rudolph at Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, uh, the, obviously the one that we did with Margate Racing, including Keith Freeber, Alan Bertignoli, and Tim Hannon. Uh, the recent ones that we posted this week uh, to podcast form are the USAC Karting one with Mike Burrell, Jason Burgess, and Rick Folks. And then our Kart Track Roundtable, we're kind of continued on from that morning coffee that you wrote, kind of getting a firsthand take on what tracks are doing while they're reopening with, with Mike Adams at Newcastle Motorsports Park or Donald Durbin Jr., who hasn't quite opened up at Prairie City uh, Kart Track in, in Northern California, and Brett Spotty at Bushnell Motorsports Park in Florida. So lots of different view takes on uh, different topics uh, in those four podcasts. 
Yeah, I expect we'll do another cart track roundtable again soon, maybe in a couple of weeks to talk to some different areas. Uh, I, again, just with the podcasts, and I, I love the fact that we've turned the the, the live shows into podcasts because I, I love podcasts. It's it's I know that many people will probably agree with me and do the same thing. When I'm out, when, when I'm driving anywhere, the thing I do is I hop in, I get my phone, uh, I get my phone plugged in, and I'm I'm listening to a podcast. If I'm driving anywhere over half an hour. I got a podcast rolling. When I when I work out, if I go for a run or a walk, whatever I'm doing, if I'm on the treadmill, when I'm on the road, um, I'm always listening to something, whether it's an IndyCar podcast or any of the podcasts I like to listen to. I, I try not to listen to myself because I hate my own voice. And I know you hate it as well, David. So I don't usually listen to that. I <laughs> never I I can say I've never listened to our podcast because <laughs> I listen sometimes to try to, to try to critique it a little bit because I just I want you to get better. I, I uh... struggle with it a little you're doing a great job. Well, yeah. I was going to, I, I, I'm just shocked that you're working out because, you know, typically you'd never work out. Listen, man, I, <laughs> listen, I'm 10 years older than you. And I'm going to, if I'm going to keep beating you, like I have your entire oh, career, like a rented mule, um, beating me with a hickory stick <laughs> loud. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's jump into it. So here's what's coming on the ECAN radio network. <laughs> let's talk about that, Dave. <laughs> you're playing uh, a what bunch is of- coming on the ECAN radio network? Oh well, yeah. Now, listen, you dude, you're playing a bunch of old school. You're, we call it the rewind. Yeah. You're playing a bunch of old school EK and trackside live broadcasts. And, and listen, again, I don't like to listen to myself that much, but I do like to go back and listen to some of these older ones just because it kind of brings me back to the races we were at, you know, whatever it was, 2012, 13, whatever it is. Um, and just hear me call on, Races of some of these guys that are now, you know, in the road to Indy or Indy car or sports car racing. I think it's super cool. I love it. Yeah, such as a Patricio Award winning at the Supernats and Tag Cadet, you know, something like that. Or uh, just turned twenty one yesterday. A Kyle Lots Kirk, yeah, a Kyle Kirkwood winning uh, S five at the Supernats. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. We'll, we'll, we yeah. get we're doing a lot of spring nats right now because obviously this is a time where we'd be at the spring nationals. We'd get the spring. Um, so we'll probably get into some more WK, USPKS, and and other events uh, as we move on through uh, through the month of May. Just kind of you know trying to get what we haven't played on the radio, get it up there. Because uh, we we have events dating back to I believe 2012, so, That's awesome. lots, so again, lots David, of stuff to get to. If somebody wants, if there's a race that we were at, Ecan Trackside Live, and we have the audio, let us know, right? Yeah, tell, send tell us, us an email. Yeah, we'll play it. I think it's awesome. Um, coming soon <laughs> on face to face, more industry roundtable stuff for sure. Like I said, I want to do another cart track roundtable as we continue to kind of to kind of get rolling. Um, <laughs> this I caught me off guard. I thought it was hilarious. When we did the interview with the guys from USAC Karting, of course, Mike Burrell and um, and Jason Burgess were actually at the USAC offices. Apparently, they have a bar in the USAC offices, which I think is a fantastic idea. At so least a couple I, kegs, not not necessarily a full bar. It might not be a full bar, but they, but have, it, they have a couple. They, there was a couple of taps. A couple taps, way. yeah. So you and I, water or whatever. You might have a Coke. I had a water. I know that Rick Folks wasn't drinking. These guys are pouring beers, like big Pilsner glasses of beers. I'm like, this is a great idea. And hey, listen, back in the day, and it, it, this kind of blows me away a little bit because the interesting thing is now, of course, we're able to do the live face-to-face. You think about how things have evolved over the years. All the podcasts that we've been doing over the last number of years as well with the ECAN Radio Network. Dude, we did, we did podcasts back when you first started you know, in the mid 2000s, back 2005, 2006, 2007, we were doing a podcast like every what Friday or Saturday night at the Stars of Carding events, wherever we were, we were being a hotel, we'd set the mics up and we would do a happy hour with Howden 
in the not at the sometimes at the bar, but sometimes just in the hotel lobby, whatever it may be. Uh, those were a lot of fun. Yes, we I do have all that video or audio still uh, in the archives. Can you remember the first one we did? Um. Wow. Uh, you know what? I, I wonder, is it, was it the first? I, I, I'll throw this out there. Okay. Was it Iron? Was it Iron Rock in Austin? Iron Rock Raceway in Austin, me, Texas. Okay, in Austin, and it, we had on Stars, Paul Zalud. Stars Paul of yep. Stars of Karting. Yep. Fi- it was a finals. It was their last race, right? It was the last race. Yep. Yeah, and that was Paul Zalud, and I think we did it in the Champion Racing Pit. We did. Yep. Yep. We made fun of Brett Smurz. Made fun of Smurz. How do you not have a vowel? How do you not have a vowel? Two thousand five. Yep. So we uh, that was that was the first time we did any kind of audio, and back then there was no podcast channels. We just put it up on the website. You clicked on it and you listened to it. That's uh, it, right? We uploaded it to the FTP. Yep. <laughs> That's we were, we were so we were raw rookies. Now, remember we didn't we didn't buy all the equipment, and oh my god! Was, I think I I think I still have that original uh, mixer somewhere around here. I don't know. Some, I don't. <laughs> out there we had a banner that we would put up right we had that banner the oh yeah without and uh, oh we have yeah, the we had- picture we have the picture i i'll just have to look for it but yeah, yeah it was uh, yeah we did it we did it in the champion racing tent i believe i think we had ron white on there i think uh right. maybe yeah. maybe david yurka was on there I'm not quite sure who the guests were i haven't i haven't listened to it in a well, while dude listen get that one out let's get that up on the broadcast on well, the ecan radio network we'll have to work so, on that yeah the segue goes to the fact that these guys were drinking beers, having having some cold beers, man. That's a great idea. So we're planning, I think, not this Friday, not tomorrow, but that next Friday, I think we're planning on doing a happy hour with Howden. We'll do like a five o'clock somewhere kind of thing, and uh, around five o'clock next Friday, we'll uh, we'll bring some a, a, a band of uh, miscreants, the the worst of the sport, <laughs> bring them on with us, and we'll have a cold beer or something like that. We'll just talk about the sport. Well, I'll I, tell stories. And I think the great thing about it is, is we can bring in guests as we do with this. So that is one thing. You know, if you're on Facebook, we'll, we'll be able to send you the the password, the link to get into our, our studio. And so wow. we could we can change the guests as we go along with the show. So that I think wow. I think that'll be a cool little thing to do. So lots of lots we could we could play videos while we're doing the broad, lots of different uh, options that we have. Uh, with I feel like we need to go back into the old, like get some of the guys of the old days, like a Tony Ventresca or Richie Buxman or something like that. On the show. On the show. Oh man. Good, good, <laughs> good thing. We're not together. <laughs> we'll see. You know what? Well, we'll I, I, well, I think he could probably figure it out or at least his daughter could help, but we could get Claudio Valiente. I'm sure he'd have a nice glass of wine. Bring him on. Talk to Claudio from Italian motors. That's old school. That's very old school. Um, Jason Lapointe from Track Magic Days. Yeah, I mean, All even right. Zaylud would be a funny. Zaylud would be great to have on. You yeah. know, yeah, uh, yeah, lots. I mean, that, again, I love the idea. We're, we're still kind of formulating the uh, the format of the show and what we're going to do when we're going to do it. I think we're looking at what next Friday. Next Friday, yeah. We did talk about the bringing a, bringing a, a lot of the the uh, the current uh, karting photographers on to talk about how bad they are and, and have them thrash on each other for being just horrible. Yeah, that won't necessarily be a happy hour. I mean, we could make it a happy hour. We could start it with that. Like we could. Just, I think it'd be a great happy hour. <laughs> we could, we, that could be the opening happy hour and then go from there because we could always just dump the photographers if somebody cool comes on. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. To actual, yeah. Cool people. But yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> you're lumping yourself in there now because you're one of the you're one of the photography no, geeks. No, I'm as well. not in. I'm like on the outside looking in. I'm not That's even. They make, fun, they make they make fun of you when you're not out there for sure. Hey, oh, all the time. They make fun of me next to me. Here comes David again. Yeah. Oh, look at me. I'm a photographer. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to happen for sure. Uh, what else we got coming, Dave? Let's, uh, columns, profiles, anything else we got going on? I don't, I don't know what I've got. We're just, work on something. Yeah, we're, we're, like I said, we're working. Yeah, you should do something. It'd be nice if oh, you actually man. did some work around here. Wow. Um, yeah, like we're working on the, we're working with uh, CRZ. We're going to do uh, an article yeah. on the uh, the rental car program that they have. Again, we're, we, it's all about keep informing the uh, the racers and carters of, of what's going on within the industry because, some a lot of people are brand new to the sport, and and some just don't know the stories that happened five years ago. So we retelling some of those stories. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just some other columns that we're working on. I, I have an age one I still have to get to. Uh, we're doing the Rotax story, which so a little bit of history on that. We got the, um, the women in carding, women in carding series. We have cool. yeah. Pretty soon. I we have one scheduled for next Wednesday to be published. Uh, we just need to uh, get that final edit on that one. So watch for that uh, coming <laughs> on <problem>. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll take care of it. I got it. And again, it. you know, we're just continuing to up- update people on social media through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter on, on just things that are going on within the sport. Uh, again, we are we are the hub of carding here. Yeah, we're trying. All right, folks, we're done. That's Let's wrap this thing up. We are finished with episode number 22 of This Week in Carding. A lot more to come, as David had said. Uh, if you have any uh, requests for old EK and Trackside live events that we covered, you want to hear the play-by-play from any of those events from around 2012 to the current, uh, let us know. Drop us a, an email at newsdesk at ecardingnews.com, or you can always send us a direct message on any uh, one of our platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, make sure to if you're if you're wondering where we are in the sport, follow social because every day David will put a link to the updated, uh, essentially track status uh, article that we're that we're running, where everybody is, who's shut down, who's allowing member member racing, and again, one more time, I'll put it out to the sport. If you're a club or a track owner who has not yet connected with us, please do so immediately. Get with us, give us the update. And we'll get back to you on a regular basis. We want to keep this thing updated so everybody in the in the carding community knows kind of where we are in terms of what tracks are open, uh, you know, when we're going to be going racing. Of course, we got lots more face to face shows coming up. We'll talk to Mike, uh, Mark Coates and Tim Coyan, as David had said from the USPKS. We're going to make sure we try to reach out to Tom Cutcher at Supercarts USA, Garrett Potter at Rock Cup USA, the good folks at at USAC. We already talked to them, Rock Island. We're going to try to keep you as, 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 as closely connected as we possibly can here on eCardingNews.com. David, any final thoughts to cap this off? No, I'm just looking for that audio now from Stars. <laughs> that Stars race. Yeah, you got to bring that. I want to, I, I, I will listen to that one. I want to hear that. That's awesome. Folks, we're done. That's it. We're wrapping up here with this weekend carding episode 22, May the 7th here in 2020, the weirdest year. Of the 25 years that I've been in this sport, I don't know what the hell's going on. I just can't wait for us to get back to the racetrack. Hopefully you guys are taking care of each other. Stay home. Stay safe. Uh, you know, Keep your immune system up, folks. You can stay home, but get out get some fresh air. Roll around in your grass a little bit because uh, we don't want to get ourselves to the point where we can't, uh, can't even go outside because we have no immune system anymore. Take care of yourself. Eat well. Take care of the family. Hope you guys are having a good time. Keep following us here on eCardingNews.com. Lots more face-to-face to come. We appreciate all the support and wrapping up with that. If you haven't got your support carding t-shirt yet, 
Go to the eCardio store. Support carding, support the industry. This is the time to spend money in our industry because our shops need it. They take care of us on a week-to-week basis. They need us right now. Buy your tires, buy fuel, buy spark plugs, buy chain, buy graphics, get your helmet painted, uh, get your engine tuned up. This is the time to take care of the sport. We thank you so much for everything you do for eCardi News. We appreciate all your kind words and the messages you guys have been sending. We are done here. Keep enjoying eCardiNews.com and the EKN Radio Network. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.